My name is Heiwan Park, and I'm going to be reading my testimony from the Philippines mission trip. Okay. The 2009 JSCM missions to the Philippines was a powerful trip through which God taught me and showed me so much. It was different from other mission trips that I've been on, heard about, or seen. What made it so different and wonderful was that we ministered in the anointing of the Holy Spirit, and we also prayed for the impartation of the Spirit so he would remain with the people we met. As Pastor Christian often mentioned in his sermons on the trip, we can't stay with you forever, but there is someone who can, the Holy Spirit. I saw the Holy Spirit work so powerfully in the Filipinos, young and old alike, and I know that he will continue to do the great things in their lives. That brings me to one of the most important revelations that I received from the Lord during the trip. I grew up in an evangelical church where the various ministries of the Holy Spirit were not actively discussed. However, during this trip, God truly opened my eyes to see how effective and crucial the Spirit's ministries are. After our presentations and preaching, we would often challenge the congregation to come forward, repent, and to offer God a fresh surrender. As they stepped out to offer their hearts to God in a fresh way, God gave us the privilege of laying hands on them. It was during these times that I was able to witness the powerful work of the Holy Spirit. One of the most memorable times of seeing him at work was during the prayer time at a drug rehab center called Victory Outreach. I was praying for a 16-year-old girl when the power of God hit her. She was on the floor crying, screaming, writhing, hitting, and kicking. I wasn't exactly sure what was happening, but she seemed like she was in great pain, so I just kept praying for her. The director of Victory Outreach, whose name is also Pastor Christian, Christian Wilson, saw it and told me to give her a hug and just pray for her while hugging her. So that, um, yes, I lost my place. (laughs) Uh, Earlier on the trip, Pastor Christian of JSCM had taught us how some people go through a trauma or painful situation and they numb their hearts to protect themselves. In such cases, they may never get to experience the emotions that are appropriate to that trauma, and they disregard the need for inner healing. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will touch people like this, and he'll bring out the emotions they should have experienced. And although it's quite painful, it's only after such pain that they can be directed to a healthy way to deal with the trauma. I could sense that God was healing this girl, girl's heart, and she was led to cry and scream for the things that had happened to her instead of hiding or repressing those memories. Our wonderful counselor was at work. Also, demonic, demonic forces at work in people's lives were exposed instantly when the Holy Spirit began to touch them, things that would take forever to notice through natural means. It is sad that such marvelous and mighty works of the Holy Spirit are largely unfamiliar to many churches today. No matter how hard we try to minister to people in our own strength, it doesn't even come close to what the Spirit can accomplish with a single prayer, single touch. (laughs) Another important lesson that the Lord taught me during the trip is how God designs all of us in a different way to use us in different ways. Throughout the trip, the members shared and enjoyed many conversations about the four temperaments. Every time someone did something, Pastor Christian would say something like, Judy, you're so not sanguine. Or Jew, you're so phlegmatic. Indeed, God does not create us to be the same. However, even during the trip, I realized I was pouting at God when it seemed as though he was using someone more in a certain way. 
But hallelujah, our God knows and cares about our every thought. That same night, night, God spoke to me through the sharing time. Pastor Christian mentioned how God has a different ministry for every one of us. Thus, we should continue to seek where God wants us to be in his wonderful plans. It's such a simple lesson that I had always known with my mind. But when God teaches us simple lessons and gives it to us as a true revelation, we begin to understand with our hearts. I feel like that night I began to understand that God really has a special ministry set aside for me. There's no need to compare. If I do my part and do it all with all with all my heart, God will be pleased to make everyone uni- everyone's unique part work together for his glory. Among the many things God revealed to me on the trip, one of the memorable ones was given during our ministry at one of the poorest areas of Davao City. I, was, I saw a little boy running around, so I asked him his name. He didn't answer, so I assumed that he couldn't understand English. One of the Samonims, or the pastor, pastor's wife that went with us, translated and asked his name, but he still didn't answer. He just stared at me blankly and eventually just ran off. The Samonim said afterwards that the boy might not have a name because sometimes the mom just leaves the baby and never names him. Tears rolled out of my eyes when I heard heard that, but the Holy Spirit reminded me the song, He Knows My Name by Tommy Walker. I was also reminded of a sermon that I had heard by Francis Chan on the book of Revelation, how God has a special name for each of us written on a stone, a name only the Lord and the one who receives the stone knows. It'll be a secret between the bridegroom and the bride. The boy may not have a name in this world, but the Lord knows his name. In addition to these personal revelations, God also opened my eyes to see some things that God was doing in the Philippines, especially in the young generation of Filipinos. Actually, a huge chunk of the population, 45% of the Philippines, is made up of children. We were able to see this wherever we went. Most churches we visited were packed with little kids, teenagers, and young people. As we were ministering in Pastor Ibai's church in Thurlock, God gave me a verse, Deuteronomy 3.28, but commission Joshua and encourage and strengthen him, for he will lead this people across and will cause them to inherit the land that you will see. As we prayed for many, many young people in that, in that night, I felt God was saying, you guys are commissioning, encouraging, and strengthening the Joshuas of the Philippines. Hallelujah. God is raising up a new generation in the Philippines. I'm excited to see all that God does through this new generation. It is such an honor to be a part of God's mighty plans for the Philippines. Last but not least, one of the most important lessons, they're all important, so I keep saying important, <laughs> learned during the trip was constantly being in warfare mode. Everyone in the team was constantly in prayer during the trip, especially on ministry days. However, we realized that it was so easy to switch from warfare mode to everyday mode and let our guards down without even realizing it. Yet the fight never stops whether we are awake and in warfare mode or not. I felt like God was teaching us the importance of being alert in our everyday lives as we return to Korea. Our God is mighty and awesome. He is also kind and gracious. I am so grateful that in his grace allowed me to take part in his mighty kingdom work in the Philippines. I know he will continue to teach me, mature me, and use me however he wants. I'm grateful for all that he has done in the lives of the Filipinos that we met. I am excited for all that he will do in the Philippines and also in me, for he who has started a good work will carry it out to completion. Amen.